I have a good joke for you. You ready? Sure. <coughs> what is a pirate's favorite letter? R. No, the C. <laughs> <laughs> credit, credit, credit goes out <laughs> to Matthew Reardon. Thank you, Matt. Why does the chicken coop only have two doors? I don't know. Because if it had four doors, it'd be a chicken sedan. <laughs> He's just 30 minutes of telling dad jokes. That's all we need. Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid. I am Jose. And I'm your host, Richard. But I'm not. Rick, whatever you're going to call me. I'm just the MC. I'm just the (laughs) announcer guy. I just say stuff. Uh, Welcome to your favorite pop culture podcast. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about... Um, we're going to talk about you guys. Now we're going to talk about us. We're fans too. We like love all this stuff. You guys and have been taking us off. I don't. What is that about? <laughs> we're going to talk about fandom, like in general. And Why you guys aren't better fans the, for us? Not, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because Rick brought something to my attention. I'm going to let him explain it because it's insane. So, um, as we're all aware, the Last Jedi came out. Was it last Christmas? Yes. Like two Christmas. It was I, last, I no, it was last, it was last Christmas, Christmas. And it was great. It is a great movie. Jose and I both thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Felt like it reinvigorated what Star Wars was and is going to bring this next, this this trilogy. It's going to help bring this whole story, you know, to a good ending, right? It was a great movie. We loved it. However, there's a lot of people on the internets that were not happy about Maybe it. Maybe some of you included. Some, it's okay. I don't mind it, though. Some might say, I'm not going to say it. Um, Anyways, they were they were out your damn minds. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't too happy about it. So a bunch of people in Hollywood or wherever they are on the internets decided uh, to get together and raise the funds and get a, enough people on board to remake the Last Jedi. Like, like are they going to remake it themselves? That I mean, uh, so if they were honestly going to do this properly, right? They would have. I feel like they would have to bring the entire cast. There is no way back. This could ever happen, and and then have them shoot their version of it, right? Which a is never going to happen. Yeah. B, if you if you bring just some random people who kind of look like them and kind of act like them, and have them redo the story, it's never going to go anywhere. It's a big tornado. They, but this is so. This is the this level of fandom where you get so obsessed with it that you feel like you can do better than the people who have spent their their lives honing their craft of being directors and writers to put something together, have production companies support it, and make a movie and say, like, I can do a better job than that. Well, I think, you know, definitely the, uh, the, the internet has created this type of fan yes. where you can contact each other talk to each other engage and it's a great community uh, building aspect i mean it's right? the whole reason why we have this this podcast exactly right? and there's nothing wrong with that but to every new thing that happens or every uh new iteration of uh fandom and the way that fans interact with each other there's always a negative side right and right. so here's what you're getting is all these people corroborating together saying this is a bad idea and and just giving honest opinions about stuff you can, i mean an opinion's an opinion if sure. i saw that movie and i don't like it i can give you 15 reasons why i didn't like it i can also give you 15 reasons why i did like it i mean you can do whatever it's just what do you what 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 do you feel strongly about because did i think the last jedi was perfect no it no, definitely had some not. flaws but 
I liked it. And I liked what they were trying. A lot of times when I watch a movie, I care about what they're trying to do. Right. Right. Not what they necessarily did sometimes. Anyway, but what's going on with with the internet now is that fans are so like, and not all of them, but certain ones, like uh, the ones that are fringe. The fanatics. And, and fanat- re- true fanatics that are like a little off can now all talk to each other and get together and formulate these plans of, of like, let's redo the movie and, you know, spit on that creative vision of that director. And, right. and that guy is also a fan. That's the crazy thing is like a lot of these directors I really like that come up and do Marvel movies or Star Wars movies. They're fans of the original stuff. Like Ron Howard's a fan of Star Wars. Yeah. That's why he made Solo, right? Hey, look, but I'm saying it doesn't, it, even if it was, a, it was a bad movie, he tried. He tried to do sure. something. Good and, old college try. But here's the thing. A lot of these directors especially with these big franchises and these big movies, they're limited on what they can do. Absolutely. The, I mean, the executives will come in and say, oh, well, no, let's change that. We don't like that. That's not what we're going to do because we want this. But they don't care about Star Wars as much as they care about this is the mold we have. This is the, the, the you know, our analysts have looked at this and this is going to make money. There has to be family in this and this. This is going to make money. What you're trying to do may not make money. It might, it may not, but we know this will. Yep. Which is why all yep. the Marvel movies are like the same. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a formula. That's yeah. I mean, they have like three different variations that they run through. Um, you have kind of like the solo movies. You have team up movies, or like the big team up movies. And then you have these like weird like comedy injections. Right. Yeah. I mean, DC has fans. Like DC movies, they have fans. Sure. I mean, all, they do. They have. They have so many fans <laughs> that will like say this is the greatest movie ever. And something. And you know, I I look back to like when. Uh, even like Nintendo and Sega, but that wasn't a big as a rivalry as like PlayStation and I believe Xbox. Like yeah, PlayStation 100%. and Xbox was like even even now. Yeah, and now it's in, it gets gone crazy. But like it's that whole this console is better than that console. Yeah. All this kind of you know. Although PlayStation, I think is is shooting themselves in the foot with not allowing crossplay. Maybe I don't know. I don't. If they do it right, maybe I just don't. Nintendo's the worst people to do crossplay with. I think so. Oh, I mean, yeah, but like, so like recently, like you can do Fortnite, right? Mm-hmm. You can have Fortnite on your Switch. You can have Fortnite on your Xbox. You can have Fortnite on your PC. All three can of you those have it on mobile, and I, I think on mobile, no. and they can all play together. You can't do it on mobile. Nah, different servers, but yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, what and, I'm saying? And, and, and Xbox was doing that before with Microsoft and Windows. You know, they were they were doing the crossplay stuff. Right. I think it's great and all, but I don't. I don't really care. I don't care. I just think it opens it up. I guess. I it mean, the, the, the only the only thing that, that is cool about that is that when you have a friend that does not have the same system, which happens, right? Like, I like Xbox. Everybody else has PlayStation. I'm like, oh, I'm not going right. to go buy a PlayStation. Right. Or it makes that choice harder to be like, what system do I buy? Well, all my friends have PlayStation, so I'm just going to go out and buy a PlayStation even right. though I don't so want to. Right, so you're not buying to. a system that you don't yeah, really, you don't really want. want, which I've done before because I bought an Xbox 360. I didn't want to. I wanted to buy a PlayStation 3. I think I ended up buying both anyway. So. You did. I usually just buy both. Yeah. yeah that's how I do it. Uh, anyway, point being is that, so fandoms are great, right? It's, 100%. It's good to talk it's, about It's what creates the environment and the community yeah. and so that these movies can keep being made. The really cool thing about it is, is nowadays, because there's that awareness of what fans are saying and that feedback that they get and some instant, honest feedback, they can make the changes that are necessary to not appease fans, but keep fans engaged. You know, I mean, a good example and a bad example. I mean, it's a good example, but it didn't really help the movie. But when uh, Brett Ratner put in that line from the Juggernaut, yeah, I'm um, the Juggernaut beat, right? Okay, it was stupid, but yeah. 
it shows I'm listening to the fans and I'm trying to like put something in there for them because we care about our fans. And that it, I it made that was, a subculture very, very laugh a lot and exactly. very appreciated that. Yeah, this is something that the community made and it made it into a big production movie. Exactly, that happens a lot, and I like that. And so that's a good that. Those are the good things about fandom is is really you know interacting, making the fans a part of the experience and interacting with them and giving the giving us a voice to talk to right. these people that are making these decisions to try to help steer it. Now, the the bad is when we think that we deserve for them to do what we want them to do. Yeah, and and I think that's what my problem is with this whole like try to remake the last Jedi. And they even go as far as to say on their website that they're not doing this to make, you know, if 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 it's a 50-50 split or a 60-40 split, right? They're not trying to make like let's let's say half the people loved it the the Ryan Johnson version of Last Jedi and half the people hated it right they go as far on their website to say we're not trying to make the other half upset at this movie but you kind of are right like you're yeah like if I really like this movie you're gonna make a movie that I still like I'm confused right. what you're trying to do you're trying to kill all the good stuff I liked about right. it and I'm not gonna go pay to see it because it's not canon I would rather see a movie and be okay with a movie like Les Jedi, because this is what happened, that is so dis- divisive, right, in in a sense that, but it shakes up things. Because if it would have been Force Awakens, Darth Jar Jar. if it would have been Force Awakens, again, right, the yeah. same kind of similar thing, people would have been like, eh, it was a good movie. Yeah. It was a good movie. And, it, right. and more majority of people would have enjoyed it, but it would have been like, eh, it's a good movie. This way, Last Jedi was like, man, I don't know how I feel about that movie. And then you think about it, and then you make an opinion. It right. was like, I really didn't like that movie. Or, man, I really liked it. I love the polarizing um, reviews of these movies because it means it was an important. It's an important piece of this lore right now. And it wasn't just a toss. Like, yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't. wasn't just they were just like, putting something okay, out there to make everybody happy. Out. Right. They were actually putting something out that would make people think. And that's what Last Jedi did. It made people like angry about. It's, it's good. You actually want that, like people to be angry because look at the lord of the rings movies okay yeah none of those movies made anybody angry because no. they were just like by the book harry potter sometimes it sometimes because they changed they but, changed some things for the up, most but, part they were just trying to like make yeah. everybody happy i don't think that's what they were doing with last jedi i'm glad they didn't because yeah. it makes people discuss and like what makes a good star wars film what right. makes it a star wars film like what is star wars to us you know it makes you question a lot of things and that just means that i'm it's more we should be in more anticipation for the next movie the problem with that is that they keep putting out these other movies in between, like Solo. They're, they're hurting themselves. And, it, and it's hurting everything. But yeah. that's whatever. I'm, you know. Yeah. So the bad is when we when fans think that they deserve to have their voices heard and things change because of what they're saying. Right. I think that, and, and then it can even go into really ugly, toxic fandom like Rick and Morty. So <laughs> you've never seen Rick and Morty, right? I've only seen, or seen, seen clips. a couple episodes. But... The fan base for Rick and Morty is not terrible as a whole, but there are like they have a bad rap. There's a lot of people at McDonald's trying okay, to get that yes. sauce. So what happened? If for anybody who doesn't know, they in their first episode of season three, they made a reference to the Szechuan sauce that was uh, back in when Mulan came out. McDonald's had a special Szechuan sauce made, and it was supposed to be amazing. It's messed good. up. What? It's Why? Why up. is it messed up? What? It's the Mulan movie. It's okay. a tie-in. Right. What's wrong with that? It's not like they said like she didn't have Szechuan sauce in the in the movie. Szechuan, I'm pretty sure they tried to be culturally appropriate with it, <laughs> but then they just appropriated the culture exactly. in one or the other. I don't know. Um, I was going to say something very derogatory, and I didn't. I'm glad. 
I, I, I held my tongue. Yeah. But they didn't make it like some, you know, terrible thing sauce. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> use your imaginations, folks. Um, anyway, they made mention of the sauce, and like Rick, Rick was like so, Rick Sanchez was so focused. I'm not trying to. Not just, me. Yeah, not Rick. Uh, Rick, you. Rick, Rick Sanchez. In, in the in Rick and Morty. Yeah. Anyway. Um, he was so fixated on this sauce, like, and he was all crazy about it. And so people were like petitioning McDonald's, "Hey, bring back the sauce!" As a joke, right? And the fans were like, getting into it. And then what did McDonald's do? They brought the sauce back, right? Just for a limited time. Yep. Now, yes, it was a calculated error on McDonald's part to, you know, only release to like a six thousand people. I don't, well, I mean, they they only first off they brought these sauces back, but it was only in certain stores. It wasn't right. in every store, right, right, right. and then they had a very limited amount, like. Very limited, and so they ran out very quickly, and people were going crazy. Yeah, I mean, literally crazy, yeah. like yelling at everybody, standing on the tables, rocking stuff, and like damaging almost, almost rioting over dipping sauce for chicken nuggets. Yeah, it's, that's been nuts. So, there's where fandom turns a little insane because, like, instead of appreciating that they released the sauce, and hey, you know what, I didn't get my sauce. Let me write a strongly worded letter but or complain said it's on the like, internet. It's like, I'm giving you money. Give me my sauce. Yeah, it's like, it, no, and it wasn't even I'm giving you money. It's more like, I'm a fan of Rick and Morty. I deserve this sauce. Like, what are you talking about? No, you don't deserve anything. Do you think people actually, like, do you think there's like a pocket of people, of fans, that just have packets of this sauce, like on a shelf somewhere? Like in a glass box? I think there are, there are people that, one, collected the sauce, like you're talking yeah. about. Two... They bought. They they went everywhere like and got cases. the sauce only to sell it because people to people are, that would collect people it. People are terrible. Like yeah, like I mean, there's people selling like the empty packet contain the, the little tub container That's for like awful. yeah, it's stupid. It's dumb. I mean, like look, I thought it was hilarious, and I when I when I saw the Szechuan sauce, I was like, hey, that's really cool, man. I want to go get some of that sauce, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to go to McDonald's. <laughs> that was my thought. <laughs> I don't want to go to McDonald's. I don't want to. It's probably gonna be a line. You know what? I'm cool. Yeah, they'll because re- my thought is they'll release it again if it's a success. Well, and they did right, they, and they, they, did, released they released it, but then, but then like nobody cared about that. It was too late because they had yeah. already been insane and made a big fool and made it so that anybody else that wanted to watch Rick and Morty was like, I don't know if I want to do that to get it because like sometimes if you want to be a sometimes when you're that kind of fan where you kind of get into the community and you see that the community is toxic, you're like, I don't want to join that. Yeah, community. Like you just, so uh, why would I want to watch yeah. that show if that's what that's the kind of person I'm going to become? Yeah, because the show is that good and that appealing that you kind of get into that. And so yeah, fandom can be very toxic. Um, it can. There there are times where it's worked out. Like so, uh, Holly and I watched a show called Roswell. Yes. Um, Holly actually show. Holly watched it when it was actually on the air. I never did. Um, and we was watched, that a CW show? It it was pre CW. It's like dub, dub, it was still WB. WB. Um, but where fandom is nice and uh, you know it helped keep some people employed is there was news that Roswell wasn't going to get another season. They weren't going to be able to wrap up their storyline. So a bunch of fans sent in Tabasco sauce, which is which was some of the main characters. That was their favorite condiment. And they used it like all the time, like because the three main characters were aliens, and for whatever reason, Tabasco sauce was like. It was it satisfied them um, for their food, like to the point where like they used it on everything, every single thing. This episode of it's going to get <laughs> stupid. Brought to you by Tabasco. I wish. Call us up. Um, <laughs> but like all the fans would send in bottles of Tabasco sauce, like asking for the show to be renewed so they could at least finish out the storyline. And it worked out. Now, granted, that last season was terrible. <laughs> they still got to finish up the storyline. 
Well, you look at Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. And they canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine for some then, odd reason, Fox. You know, because it was like Oops. their most popular show on television. Yeah. And then because of the, all the reaction on Twitter. they canceled that show. No idea. But anyway, because of the fan reaction. Right. It, it got picked up by NBC. Well, so it it got picked up oh, by NBC. NBC actually owned it. Yeah. And, th- and that was the weird thing because it was originally going to be on NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, but they decided to... NBC actually produces it, but they sell it to Fox that to is, air. I, I didn't even know. That. Look, number one, this brought out to light a lot of things I didn't right. know about. I didn't even know this happened. <laughs> didn't even know this like, happened. wait, NBC, you produced it and then... Sold it to another network. Right. So, so they sell all the the rights, or like I guess the the episodes to the airing another, rights. Right? Yeah, I guess the whatever. airing rights. And then when Fox, so they basically made a, a calculated decision where they didn't think it was going to be as big as it as it was going to turn out to be. Like Andy Samberg wasn't gonna be able to carry a show like this. Well, so I guess well. it depends on like what they have in their slate right. too. I mean, there's a lot of factors. And but, so yeah. everyone made a big deal about how like NBC is saving the day and everything. They're like. And really, it's just yeah, it's great. They're keeping a show on the air. The crew's coming. NBC the is crew's keeping the their day, Rick. The crew's keeping their jobs and everything like that. But really, they're just like, hey, we'll just take it back. It's cool. It's like they were going to do it anyway. It was like, yeah. oh, hey, we're 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 coming to the table to talk to fight. You know, I wonder if they actually, if this was a ca- like a deal that already got made and then they made it. Like they canceled the show and they were already going to. You know what I mean? They were already going to. Kind of like I need to. Uh, and I don't want this to be taken from me, so I'm going to sell you my car for a dollar. Yeah, kind of something like that. Some weird thing, you know, where they yeah. already knew this was going to happen, and it made it, but they wanted to get hype for the show. Oh, man. I, it's not a good theory. Did we just figure theory. it out? I it's Did not we just figure theory, this out? But I think they just hyped the show even more, and the fans are like, because, like, who wouldn't want to watch this show? I'm, I'm going to go definitely support yeah. it now, because I don't want this to happen again. Oh, my word. This is probably what happened. Yeah. But that did not happen for a man last month on Earth. Sorry. No, it last did not. On Earth. <laughs> Sorry, Will Forte. You had a couple of good seasons. Yeah. It was a good show for a couple of seasons. But yeah, no. So fandom, I mean, me being a fan, like type of fan I am, I, get, I don't get too hyped about stuff. I defend a lot of Star Wars. I'll defend it to, yeah. to, the, to the hilt, except for the prequels. Um, I have a lot of opinions about things. I like to defend the prequels. I won't even defend them. Yeah. Not that first one. No, uh, the first two. Okay, look, the first two prequels are garbage. Okay, they don't need. They don't even need them. All you need is uh, the the Revenge of the Sith. That's all you need. Anyway, you need Attack of the Clones. Nope, I'm sorry, even, you do. Nope. It doesn't make Revenge of the Sith doesn't make sense. I will tell you. I will tell you who the worst. Some of the worst fandom people are are music fans. Really? Yeah. Because so one of my favorite bands, probably my all time favorite band, is Nine Inch Nails. Right. And whenever they do something that's just oh, a little yeah. bit different, the that fans it, turn that it's not the same album. So th- there's two reactions usually. Um, there's either this this album sounds like the last, or this is too different from all the other stuff that they do. Well, but that's the same thing that and happened with Star Wars. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> and and they just like they freak out about stuff. Like I don't know. I think we have to at some point realize like these people. These people are artists, right? Like we're 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 consuming their artwork, right? And not all art is is going to be pleasing to us, mm-hmm. whether it's movies, video games, music, or like a, a physical painting on a wall, right? It's not always going to be pleasing to us. But we, what we have to understand is that someone is expressing themselves in how they did this, whether it's a big big production movie um, or like a little indie film, like you know that you and I both watch. Yeah. There's something being expressed in it, right? Or and, a game. I mean, any kind of media, but then right. even like sports, right? Right. Because there's sports fandom where like, 
you know, the team's doing good and you're all on board and then the team has a couple of losing streaks. I mean, right. Like, I have supported teams, the Astros, that have miserably failed time and time again. But I continually to watch their games and I'm like, okay, they suck. You know, I say, make jokes about them sucking, but I'll watch the game and I'll support them. And, you know, when they win, I'm cheering and stuff. And then they went to the World Series last year and won. So, I mean, I'm not just only cheering when they're winning, you know, and that's what I think we should do at fans, period, right. is not only cheer when something is what we like, but, I mean, I think it's cool that musicians continue to put music out anyway, right? Because right. sometimes you have a, a group that only puts out a couple albums and they stop. At least you get to continue to experience it. And right. I'm sure if you were to constructively write something and say, hey, I really like this, or I really started a constructive discussion, that the artist will look at that and be like, either it'll do one of two things. It'll be like, I don't care. It's my music. I'm doing what I want. Right. Or it'll be like, you know what? Let's, you know, I'll try to incorporate some of that. Or I'll take that and, into consideration. And I feel like with we, my should, art. we should have a b- more respect for the person, for the artist that is stepping out of their comfort zone. Yeah. That is not just making the same thing over and over. Because otherwise, Nickelback. Otherwise, honestly, they're just pandering you to get your money. Nickelback. Exactly. <laughs> Nickelback. Every Nickelback sounds exactly the same. Look at this photograph. I'm going to sing during every episode now. Yeah. So remember, be a good fan. Be a yeah. good fan. Are there any fandoms that you think are super toxic? Email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at IGTDS show. Uh, become a fan on Facebook at it's uh, it's that's not going to be Facebook. Uh, face, <laughs> it's going to get it's Facebook. It's going to get stupid at Facebook. No, it's going to get stupid. <laughs> Facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid <laughs> or Instagram at it's going to get stupid or our website www.itsgonnagetstupid.com you can, I took over this you part. You can join any part of that fandom you want. Okay, anyway. So we haven't done a versus in a while, so let's do a versus. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk about the most annoying fan base, either Star Wars fans or Harry Potter fans. And Harry, you're a wizard, <laughs> Harry. Which I am of both. I'm in both of these. See, I can talk about this because I'm in both fan so groups. So I've both just recently rewatched all the current Star Wars movies that are out with my you kids. Did. And I've listened to all the Harry Potter books and audiobooks. Oh, you did? Because you watched yeah. the movies first. I did watch the movies. Back. Yeah. And I've I've listened to the, all the books and audiobook. Well, I just played Harry Potter's <laughs> Seen It. So there you go. How about that? <laughs> and um, I won, by the way. I'm going to go Star Wars fans are more annoying. I'm going to say that Harry Potter fans are more annoying. I want to hear. We, we've talked a lot about Star yeah, Wars. About, so the reason, okay, so the reason that Harry Potter fans are so annoying is, in part, it's because of the magicalness of Harry Potter and the the create the world that J.K. Rowling started. Right? My Paternus is a ginger cat, by the way. Oh my gosh! See that that is why they're so annoying. Right there is my Patronus. Okay, I, I I'm in Gryffindor. I, oh my Actually, gosh. no, I'm in Slytherin. Let's stop talking about this. So I like the fact that. It's such a world that we would love to be a part. It's like one of those places where you're like, you know what? I'd love to be a part of that world. Not to live in, like, you know, I'm not a little mermaid, but I'd not like, <laughs> I just want to live there, but I really want to investigate Under what's going sea. on in this world. You know, like it's such an interesting place. I want to know more about it. Unfortunately, they put out a movie and it sucked. I didn't like Fantastic Beasts, but whatever. And the second one looks even worse. It doesn't matter. But I wanted, <laughs> but I want to know, like, if I was in this movie, what house would I go to? Like, that's the kind of thing. But that's also what makes it super annoying. But because, this is the same thing with Star Wars. With, no, it's super, like, are you, are you a Sith or you're a Jedi? I, but I mean, we, I, know we, and I know we talked about that, but it's not as prevalent. It's That's not a thing that people... 
it's Are not the same. It's, it's not the same thing though. It's not the same thing. I mean, there's exactly there's the so same much, thing. It, but it's not just like. Are you a Sith or a Jedi? Like, are you good versus? That's not just good versus evil. The four houses, is something totally different, and it's all about your personality and all this. And well, I'm it's like, more like a Myers Briggs test, exactly. But it's not. It's a freaking <laughs> mystical made up world, dude. No, but like she, she. <laughs> your, okay, your Patronus. What is that? What is that? It's your Patronus. Patronus. It's, it's like cat. it's like it's, it's like, a ginger cat. It's like what would my lightsaber be if this is? But nobody does. I mean, nobody cares what your color your lightsaber. My lightsaber would be. be black. Oh my gosh! See, no, your Patronus. Nobody. Why would you even care about your Patronus? I don't know. I went well, to partermore.com and it was like find out what your Patronus is. And there's there's just so much. Like I there was a um, did I ever tell you about that podcast I listened to? It was like a. You mean you listen to other podcasts besides our own? Whoa! I better not give it away here. But it was a podcast talking about the. That was so weird. Anyway, it they were talking about Harry Potter, the books, right? In yeah. each chapter, and what kind of spirituality, but not like, like a religion. But it was almost as if Harry Potter was the religion. Ooh, that's, it was so cre- it was so yeah. creepy, man. And I was just listening because I was like interested. But they were just talking about like, but they were mixing it with religion, like and current no, religion. A reading from the Book of Potter. No, but it was kind. Of, it was kind of like that, man. And like, what did? And they they picked one person, and they would kind of. It was. I'd have to, I'll have to get you the thing to look at it. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. It's that's that's a bit much. It's a bit much. That's a bit and much. annoying. Yeah. And very annoying. Yeah. Harry Potter fans, they're just. I and I'll, I'm a Harry Potter fan. I am, but it's just okay. Be- so. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's, it's annoying because the world is so like I want to be a part of that world so much so that I'm gonna be a part of it and act like I am a part of it. So to counter argument, your your whatever you got going on over here, <laughs> you're a wizardary. Well, I think lightsabers are cool, and potentially lightsaber like you know just like fighting with one like would be awesome. But like when you see like Star Wars conventions and you have people that are like standing around each other and then fighting as if so actually (laughs) having like lightsaber duels, there was one where like and these guys are using like the $600 like production Uh, production level quality lightsabers, right? There was this one dude dressed like Kylo Ren and another guy dressed, I think he was like just like Obi-Wan. So the dude that's dressed like Kylo Ren is going to the extreme of punching himself in the side while he's play fighting with another person, just like Kylo Ren did in the force awakens. And he's just, he's just like every few seconds, he's just like punching himself in the side and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, he's doing the thing. He's a person. He's not like harnessing dark side powers. This is where I think it's a bit much. This is where I think it's a bit much. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I got it. Ready? Yeah. Live Quidditch matches. Touche. <laughs> Have you ever seen a live Quidditch yes. match? Yes. It is. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing else. I got nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else. I'll tell y'all. If you have y'all have okay. A, if you've ever participated in a live Quidditch match. I'm sorry. Unsubscribe. <laughs> no, don't. Unsubscribe. I'm sorry. I just. I'm not trying to like. You know what? More power to you. If that's the way you want to live your life, that's cool, man. Don't. I don't. <laughs> don't. But I've I've watched. It's it's kind of like LARPing, which yeah, is already its own thing. And 100%. I mean, okay, now, um, real talk. 
I like R. Kelly real talk. No, like <laughs> like LARPing is interesting to me in yeah. a way that like I'm like I wonder how it works, and I would. It, it seems like it would be an interesting experience, maybe even a cool experience. You know what? Uh, uh, until you start throwing ping pong balls at each other, that's where it gets. But too I mean, far. that's how you know how the bolt's going if you uh, don't throw a ping pong okay. ball, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying that that's practical. That makes sense. I'm just saying it doesn't. It it's not out of the realm of like. It's not crazy, but the Quidditch is a little. You know, it's, it's, not make, a bur- it's not you're not flying. The the thing that I think bothers me the most about live Quidditch games is because you're right. It's not a broom. It's not a flying broom. But you're still running around the field with the broom in between your legs. Yes. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> don't. Just don't. <laughs> Just run. Or Just I think run. I think they also have dueling, like live dueling. In the Quidditch? No, no, no. Like I'm just saying, they also do live dueling at Potter conventions. I don't know. Maybe they do. When Livia. I don't know what they do. I have no idea what they do, but they, they, I, I've seen like dueling matches. Okay, so I've never I seen. That, that. I don't know how that works. Never seen that. You're starting to sway me. At this point, there was a there was a guy who is really he's a really cool YouTube channel actually, and we'll I'll try to find it and link it in the in the notes. But he makes different things, gadgets, different stuff, right? And he made a dueling vest. So it would recognize when you said a different spell. And it would... It, it's almost like a... What do you call it? A laser tag. Uh-huh. Right? And you'd have... It was hooked up to a wand. And you would do the spell. You'd have to do the movement. I think I think you'd have to do the movement too. But it, it definitely recognized what you said. And then it would hit the other person with tens unit. And it would like affect them. Okay, that might be kind of cool. <laughs> it looked at all that was cool. I was like, "That's awesome, man!" Yeah. But yeah, Harry Potter fandom, very annoying. Uh, maybe it's annoying because I, I don't have the guts to to give myself into fandom that way. That you could want, be what you it want is. to find out where your Patronus. is? I don't care what my Patronus is or it's what house probably, you belong it's to. Probably a, it's, probably, it's a really interesting. You know what? Quiz. My Patronus is a luxury, uh, luxurious bear. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> enough. Harry Potter wins. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think anybody You're won. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> what? I don't think anybody won. Um, those franchises win because they make some money, man. Yeah, they um, do. Let's talk about the last movie we watched. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I no. You need to go first because mine's. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, so I I don't know if we've talked about this movie already in mm-hmm. the past few weeks, but uh, the last movie I saw, which I know you've seen it, mm-hmm. is uh, Lady Bird. Lady Bird, and it was actually really good like, with Sir Sir Ronan, Sir Ronan, Sir Ronan, and Laurie Metcalf, and I don't know a bunch of other people. Yeah, a bunch of that were in it. But it was good. It was a good slice of life indie movie. It was an interesting take on I think growing up. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a very, it was a very, very, it was a very appropriate representation of what it's like to grow up now, I think. Yes. Um, and how, uh, so basically, uh, there's this girl named Christine. She lives in Sacramento, but she hates Sacramento and she wants to do whatever she can to get out of it. Um, she's kind of living in her mom's shadow nothing she does is ever good enough for her mom. She, her mom wants what's best for her, but she doesn't know how to express that properly. Mm. So it always comes off as just criticism. Um, but Christine decides that she wants to be called Ladybird. There's this great scene where she's auditioning for a school musical and she writes Christine Ladybird in quotations. And then her last name, I forget, uh, Christine part is part. No, 
I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, and so the the director is like, why is you know why is like your it says Christine on here. Is that your given? Is Lady Bird your given name? She's like, yeah, I gave it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it to myself. That's so good. Um, and so, but I I really felt like it 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 illustrated the family like the current like the very common family dynamic that I feel like a lot of people are going through right now where you know our parents feel like they're overbearing um but they just want what's best for us and they mm-hmm. don't exactly know how to how to explain that yeah. and and that could go for any generation my parents yeah I went through that with my parents you went through that with your but mom but definitely some of the challenges and the, the social raising, interactions right we're now right we're exactly now. exactly the expectations what mm-hmm. the exact things that they were going through are definitely like a a, a slice of what's happening right now and this idea of truly like the teenager in this movie being completely self-centered to the point where she's not really thinking about how her actions are influencing the things around her yeah right how kind of stepping on whoever she needs to in order to kind of get what she wants yes um how they affect people and how it ultimately affects her you know, which kind of makes it a little bit more self-centered, but how, like, come to find out at the end of the movie, she realizes that the thing she's done put her in a place where she thought she wanted to be, but didn't want to be, ultimately. And so I thought it was a really good story. Oh, really good. There, Lori, Lori Metcalf? Yeah. Was amazing. Yeah. And so was Saoirse Ronan. I mean, yeah, she I, was. I love everything she's in, but yeah, yeah Lori Metcalf really surprised me with her acting job, yeah. man. I mean, she killed that role. Yeah. So it was, a the, re- it was a very true, like... I mean, it didn't seem fake, you know? Yeah. It seemed like it was a nice there is, story. There was that scene where um, Lady Bird is trying on dresses for prom. Yeah. And, and she's having this conversation with her mom, and she comes out, and she just really loves this dress. And she kind of, like, shows, you know, it's like this kind of pinkish-red dress. And she's like, I love it. It's great. Don't you love it? And her mom just goes, it's, it's pretty, it's a lot of pink, don't you think? And... <laughs> she goes she tells her mom she's like can't you just say like you know that it looks pretty on me or something like that and she's like do you want me to lie to you <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and she asked her she's like she's trying to explain to her daughter like you know i just want what's best for you and lady bird goes well what if this is the best version of me and her mom and like honey. laurie Metcalf just kind of tilts her head she's like eh. oh, like honey. i think she goes honey like, like just like <laughs> We can do better. Like we can do. And she That's just walks off. She yeah. didn't say that, but that was her whole countenance and her whole the way she was. Yeah, the way she was just holding herself. Like, I don't think this is your best. You can do better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a great. Like we both know that that's not a, true. That was a real thing. Like that was that was perfect, man. That was a good movie. I it really was. Enjoyed it was it. really good. It was solid. There was very little complaint about it, but it was it was a good movie. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Awesome, man. It was good. I'm glad you got a chance to see it. Yeah. So the last movie I watched was Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Um, I saw it for free, so that's a plus. And it wasn't on movie. <laughs> I saw it with a bunch of people at work because we went to. We, oh, that's thing. right. Um, since we own Universal, I guess yeah. we got to see it for free. Anyway, uh, okay. So, I, I it was better than I expected. How about that? First off, right the the premise was, of the movie was better than I. Were expected. the visual effects yeah. better than what the trailer led on? So the <laughs> special effects felt like they were from the original Jurassic Park. Really? Like they felt like they were from the 90s and it kind of felt like it I don't know, it just felt 
outdated. It didn't look good. It didn't look good. I didn't okay. like the special effects in this movie. Okay, they just seemed out of place. I mean, because the special effects in the in the Jurassic World were actually decent. Maybe I'm just a stickler. Yeah. I don't know. The brontosaurus looked fake. I don't know. It's yeah. just dumb. It was dumb. That sucks. When I saw the brontosaurus in the original Jurassic Park, yeah. it looked real. It did. It looked like it there was, really a, did. It would look, there was definitely a brontosaurus there. So every everything in the first movie looked like it was actually there yeah. with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I've, th- I've been thinking about this a lot, but I think as these movies have progressed, they've tried to make the dinosaurs look more extreme and more real and provide more detail to them. And I actually think and it's it having an it inverse yes. effect on what they're wanting to do. Yeah. So there was another Brachiosaur, a big old, you know, plot. it was one of the big old meat plant eaters. And it shows up in the first scene and it's supposed to recreate that same moment of right. like, wow, because there's a character who hasn't seen a dinosaur on there. And it looks like it's not there. You can like, it looks like it's not there. And I was like, huh. ah, that's weird. It just threw me out, and I was kind of like, eh, "Why did you do this? Yeah. You could have done something else." Um, so the point is, this is the the premise of the movie is that um, the I don't even remember. I don't even remember these people's names in this movie, except Chris Pratt's character's name is Owen. That's all I know. Okay, okay. But uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, yeah, um, is like an animal activist for the for the dinosaurs. So this volcano is going to erupt on Island Nublar, Nublar, where all the Jurassic World dinosaurs are. And they're going to die, okay. basically. And so the government is deciding whether they're going to go in and try to rescue them or let them die, right? Okay. So that's why they have Ian Malcolm there to say whether they should live or die. The government decides not to do anything, but this foundation, which worked with Hammond originally to start the original Jurassic Park, okay. right? Uh, which I don't remember ever hearing about this dude ever. It must be a new character. Anyway, point is he's a rich guy and he has a foundation. He wants to pay to rescue some of the the inhabitants of the island. So he asked through his proxy, Bryce, the guy, some guy, Ben or something, I don't know what his name is. Uh, he, he asked Bryce Alice Howard to come and they need her handprint to put the locator on. But they okay. have to go to the island to do that. Dumb. Yeah. There should be like a remote thing to do that. Right. But then they really need to find Blue, the original, the raptor, the uh-huh. special yeah. raptor, which is stupid. And so she needs to get Owen, right? So they go get on the island, and it turns sour, of course. No. And, and uh, but there's a good twist of what's really going. Like there's something else going on. Um, I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna sure, spoil this. I want to spoil this movie because it doesn't matter. Um, but the problem is the movie moved way too fast. Okay. Um, there was a lot of action, which was cool, but it was like. There was no setup for anything. It was just boom, 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 boom. Stuff is happening. Stuff is happening. Stuff is happening. Boom, 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 boom. Stuff is happening. Stuff is happening. So kind of like Infinity War, but not with eight, 18, 19 other films. Yeah, I mean, Ugh. exactly. No, no, no. It's just like Infinity War where stuff is going on, but it doesn't fit with the narrative before it. Like, right. And there's, there's stuff that's not set up, and the situations they put them in don't make any, Sometimes don't make it. There's one scene where Blue has been shot, and they're transporting her. And they're trying to hide from these people, the okay. bad guys, right? And they're in the tent with Blue, and there's a doctor that's their friend working on Blue, and they're being it, like the loudest possible they could be with trying to fix Blue. And I'm like, isn't someone noticing and something? No one's, no no one's, one's noticing no anything. No one's like, hey, what's that noise the, over here? Okay, they so the this doesn't spoil anything, but they had to get because you see that scene where he jumps through the Tyrannosaurus's jaws. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. What well, they had to get the transverse blood to do in transfusion into the raptor. 
<laughs> See, this is the problem with this movie. So, in order, I so, just, uh, I'm sorry, guys. So, I as just, I just fell asleep as and my face as hit the getting, mic. As they're trying to get this blood from this Tyrannosaurus Rex, it's making all sorts of crazy roaring noises and all. No one's thinking, hey, this Tyrannosaurus Rex is supposed to be asleep because it's been tranked. Maybe we should go make sure everything's okay and trank it again or something. Nobody comes by. Nobody comes by at all, and they escape. And I'm like, it's kind of weird. It's just, it's too convenient, and then stuff happens, stuff happens, and things don't make a lot of sense sometimes. Yeah. And then the biggest problem I have with this movie is the Indoraptor. What is an Indoraptor? I'm glad you asked that, Rick, what an Indoraptor is. So basically what they've done, B.D. Wong, who was really weird is that he turned into this evil person. Because remember in the first Jurassic Park, he was yeah. just a normal scientist. He's just a scientist. Now he's, he's like an thing. evil, like he's he's this megalomaniac like, scientist. Is dead. Basically, <laughs> basically, he's like, I only care about creating new dinosaurs and, and creating new life because he made the Indominus Rex, right? He's the one okay. that created that stupid dinosaur. Okay. And so now all he cares about is creating new breeds and, and splicing gene and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but he does it in such a like, I'm crazy with power way. Anyway. Did they make him look crazy? I mean, he just he look old. They yeah. they gave him a lot of Botox. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> the Indoraptor is a mixture of the Indominus Rex DNA okay. and Blue the Raptor DNA. Okay. Into something called the Indoraptor. Because Indominus Raptor is too hard to say. And they couldn't come up with a better name, so they named it the Indoraptor. Okay. And it can also attack via laser point. So I could take a two dollar cat toy no, and point it at something. No, no, no. So it has it. You have a laser point, and then there's a sound that gets made that triggers it into attacking. I don't even know how they bred this into an animal. Like this is the they bred the animal. They made the animal this way to la- focus. And it on just it automatically like it just starts. It, it'll it, like you laser point a target, and you can hit a little button that it. Produce a sonic wave, and I'm that guessing that happens like attack. ten seconds after they introduce the Indoraptor. I mean, they show it; they show it off. Because anyway, the point they show it off. It's in a, in okay. a normal way. But okay. when I was thinking, I was like, "How did they breathe that into an animal? Because that be done." Hey, are you a scientist? Do you know about this? Are you a biologist? Can you tell us how to breed an animal that way? I mean, I would think you'd have to train it, right? I guess, like blue. The raptor, but they made it. They made it seem like it was part of its genetic. Like it was made this way. I guess they had to. They trained it. They had to train it's it. It's stupid. Anyway, the movie's the movie's not. It's not a. It's not a. It's an okay film. If you want a summer okay. blockbuster movie, go watch it. It's you're gonna get you know the action part of it, but don't expect it to be good. <laughs> How about that? Because <laughs> it's not Jurassic Park. Okay. And nothing has come close to Jurassic Park at all. No. And I think the selling point for Jurassic Park is. It's something you've never seen before. Right. Now, we've seen it six, seven times. I yep. don't, I'm done seeing it. I, it's not, it's yep. not new to me anymore. So either show me something new, which they have in any of these movies, nope. or move on to something else. Yep. And, yeah. So Actually, then they should just stop. I don't want them to move on to something else, because then you have, like, Transformers transforming into other things, and I don't want that. Like in that, like in that one movie where they... The one the transform the transformer with Mark Wahlberg before the last yeah night, where he had the Dinobots where, where he well no where they transformed but it, the way it transformed wasn't a normal it like did it dot matrix style oh did it yeah, I forgot oh, about stupid. that movie anyway so yeah so I mean I I give it a I'm gonna give it a rating just because yeah three out of five all right just just because it's dinosaurs 
Lady Bird, I'll give a solid four out of five. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to give it a two out of five. Never yeah. mind. I've dropped it down to a two. Yeah. Two out of five. Because you gave Lady Bird a four. I'm like, oh, no, it's nowhere close to that. Two out of five for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. That's disappointing. I, I, did, I mean, I expect it to be a one out of five, so I'm happy with that yeah. as two, you know? Yeah. Um, Chris Pratt made money. Chris Pratt made money. He did. He did. Oh, I know. Bunch of people made money. So, yep. That's all we got. Um, keep being a good fan. Yes. A good fan of ours. Especially a good fan of ours. Yeah. Rate and review us on iTunes, please. Oh, please do. Yeah. We really give us, appreciate give us, it. Give us a five-star really, rating. It really helps us out. So if you're on your phone, download the podcast app and search for our podcast in the uh, in the, the search utility and leave us a rating and review. Or if you use iTunes on your desktop computer, which I know a lot of people don't anymore, you can find us in the what? podcast. You can find us in podcasts. And go search for It's Going to Get Stupid. Leave us a rating and review. Anything uh, higher than four and a half stars is perfectly just acceptable. Just give us five stars. Just, why just give, us give us five stars. And, and the reason is, and I thought it was always weird why people ask for this, yeah. but it's so that other people can find the right. show and then listen to it. Our great loyal fans, the more you rate us and actually leave us a review in iTunes, uh, for whatever reason, that's the only one that really matters, um, more people will hear about us. Yeah, and then you have more people to talk about yeah. in on Facebook or on Twitter. And, and then, then you can start your own campaign to redo certain episodes of yeah. our podcast. If you want to start a campaign, do start an Indiegogo to like, ah, oh, we don't like that episode zero. Let's change that. Go ahead. Episode zero was pretty rough. It was rough. It was very rough. <laughs> Let's not, I don't even know why I mentioned it. <laughs> anyway, so thank you guys for being fans. We really appreciate every single one of you that listens to the show and provides feedback and Please, I mean, if you've never sent us an email, if you're thinking, I don't, they don't listen, or we definitely do. I mean, we get every email, we get every tweet, every I have Facebook. that email open every day. Yeah, I'm just waiting for someone that. to send something. So, to it. other than our wives, I get notifications on my phone. I mean, even if it's just something <laughs> silly you want to mention, or I mean, nothing's too silly, nothing's too whatever. We love hearing anything from y'all about whatever. And if there's uh, something I you mean, want to talk about, well, I mean, don't, don't, don't try about. to like sell us any kind of like male enhancement pills or something. I don't want to do that, but. Go ahead and send us like Already this. got emails for that, guys. We're all good. <laughs> We're all set on that agenda. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you all for listening. We'll see you all next. We'll, we won't see you at all unless we have an event outside in Houston. But we'll talk to you next week and talk at you. In the meantime, it's Dobby's birthday today. Isn't that awesome? It is. And somebody probably thinks that they're Dobby in <laughs> Harry Potter, and they're probably riding a broom on the floor playing Quidditch right now. Dobby didn't have to ride a broom. He could just apparate to where he, he needed to go. They're probably snapping their fingers. You know what? Today, and, and just at, at uh, what? Whenever you, whenever you get 3 o'clock, if you've got this after 3, too bad. But at 3 o'clock, <laughs> let's all snap our fingers for Dobby because he died. Spoiler <laughs> alert. 